0: Hello and welcome back to Hope, a podcast wishing to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. The Webster's Dictionary defines hope as a desire accompanied by expectation of or belief in fulfillment. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. We usually talk about things from a guest standpoint. We have one or two guests per show, but we're going to talk about things that involve hope And uh, we're going to try to incorporate some variety in our episode to give you just exactly what you're looking for. So we'd love for you to give us some feedback. You can go to our website, the dannydanielshow.com, and let us know what you think about the show and also submit your story. We would love to hear your story. Okay, today we've got some quotes that I kind of perused the uh, internet and located some things about hope that... You know, there's been a lot written about hope. There's almost an inexhaustible amount of information about hope, uh, except people have different definitions of it and and how they perceive it in their own life. Uh, Lanny Taylor wrote, Hope uh, can be a powerful force. Maybe there's no actual magic in it, but when you know what you hope for most and hold it like a light in your hand, you can make things happen, almost like magic. Or oh, there's another one here that we uh, stumbled across. Uh, Thomas Merton, M-E-R-T-O-N, said that uh, you do not need to know precisely what is happening or exactly where it's all going. What you need is to recognize the possibilities and challenges offered by the present moment and to embrace them with courage, faith, and hope. I like that one. Now, one more. Uh, This came from uh, Steve Maraboli. I'll get it right in a minute. Plant seeds of happiness, hope, success, and love. It will all come back to you in abundance. This is the law of nature. I agree with that. And that's why we chose hope, really, uh, in this whole podcast, is that uh, there's so many things that have been written out there that are not hopeful, that uh, really cause you distress, uh, cause you to be disturbed in many different ways, and we didn't want that to be in what we're projecting for you. Uh, I I think that um, our hope is that by the time you've listened to a couple of our episodes, you begin to get the feeling that no matter what your circumstances are or where you've been or where you think you might be going, that there's hope that the right thing will happen if you'll keep a positive attitude. So it's all about hope and uh, this whole site is going to be about hope and continue to build and build, not just based on what we have to say about hope, but what other people, like these quotes that we had today, have to say about hope. uh, It'll allow us to get different angles, uh, and maybe one of those angles will catch us and allow us to do something uh, positive in our lives. Now, we've got a couple stories here that... uh, you uh, I'm sure haven't heard, uh, we all know that the the, the COVID uh, crisis has really put a a bummer on all of us. I, I don't know that anybody that has not been uh, affected in one way or the other by the COVID uh, crisis and uh, the COVID virus and all the other that goes with it. It seems like it's just consumed all of the news. I mean, you can't turn on the TV. You can't uh, go anywhere without uh, seeing something that uh, is affected by the COVID uh, crisis. And I think that what we've done is uh, uh, taken away some of the hope that maybe one day that this stuff will go away. And uh, when it does, it's going to be a wonderful uh, opportunity. But I, I think that uh, the COVID uh, crisis has put us in a position to let's see what we can do to get something good out of it, if, if you will, that let something good happen out of it. Well, there's a lot going on. Um, it, it's caused us to really identify our first liners, uh, our healthcare workers, our uh, military, the people that have helped out so many times, uh, and, and to really recognize them, whereas so many times in the past, they just go uh, that people think they're just assumed something we ought to have, but they've been a vital part of making this crisis uh, less burdensome to us. And I found this um, little story about it's the brides across America, and they have begun to donate wedding gowns, believe it or not, to support the marriages of frontline health care workers. Isn't that neat? Uh, and nobody would have ever thought about that. But you know, I don't know that anybody's making the money they were making before. And to go out and try to find a, a real nice wedding gown and and getting married and it'd be such a happy occasion is, has been dampened uh, strategically through this uh, crisis. But the Brides of America, it's a non-profit organization and they're out of Massachusetts. They usually uh, have been known for donating gowns to military uh, couples or first responders uh, who are putting their lives on the line and they went uh, to ease the burden and the price of having uh, a gown for the healthcare workers. So they decided that the frontline healthcare workers uh, fit the category since they have been risking their lives in the fight against the uh, coronavirus. BBA, uh, that is Brides Across America, has donated over 25,000 gowns over their history. That's pretty strong, isn't it? And that took a lot of money and took a lot of effort but it made a lot of brides mighty happy, didn't it? And I guess that's supposed to be one of your happiest days in your life is when you get married uh, or have children or something or both. So they have really made a difference. And I like that term, make a difference. If you are able to go out each day and make a little difference for somebody, then I think that you're fulfilling your uh, obligation to society and to other people. Uh, Now, we got another one here that uh, might be interesting to you. The uh, coronavirus has uh, shut down a lot of schools. There's a a hero teacher out there named Zane Powells. He's from England, and he has put together uh, and delivered package lunches for his students, 7,500 of them. Now, that may not seem significant to you, But uh, in his primary school, he's prepared 85 lunches a day to deliver his students over the uh, course of 17 weeks because they wouldn't get food otherwise, I guess. Um, And he's walked 7.5 miles a day, making his rounds, carrying the abundance of the uh, meals in his uh, bags, 7.5 miles a day. Now, if you add that up, 17 weeks, you come up with about 600 miles that he's carried over four tons of food during the 17 weeks, but said it was well worth it when he got to see the kids' faces. What is more satisfying, what is more gratifying than to see a little child's face smiling because of something that good happened to him? And in view of all the other things that are happening to these kids, uh, it's nice to get a smile at all. Uh, he worried about his young students not having access to food during this uh, pandemic, didn't he? And so Powell said, when I started these walks, I was convinced about the kids and their well-being, and I wanted to make sure I could see them all. I needed to know if they were safe, if they were healthy, and if they had access to food. Three good reasons for trying to get together with his uh, students. He occasionally left his uh, students some homework, uh uh-oh, along with the the, uh, meals, which they were not as uh, happy about, I don't think. The humble man said he is just doing his job. Well, I call that more than doing his job. I call that going beyond the call of duty. Uh, And it's just these type of things that we need during this coronavirus to make things happen for people that would not normally uh, take place. Uh, So we're happy for him. We're happy for his students. We're happy for the gowns, for the weddings. Uh, We're happy for the quotes that we had on what the definitions of hope are, uh, but we really want to be happier when we hear from you about your story and about how you think that uh, hope should be uh, projected out there in our world. So get an opportunity to go to our website if you're not already there, and tell us your story at thedannydanielshow.com. This episode recorded at Vega Studios, produced by Danielle DeHall. Also remember to follow us on social media. We will be posting our episodes on our Facebook page along with the website. Stay in touch with us and spread the word. It's all about hope. But before we go, I wanted to remind the listeners that I'm a huge supporter of the UGA Miracle, which is the largest student-run organization at the University of Georgia that raises money for Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. They raise over a million dollars a year, and you can be a part of that. Just go to ugamiracle.org, and you can donate. Remember, any amount given is a step closer to saving a child's life.